Good morning, Booker Tov. Welcome back to 10 Minutes of Meaning. Please help yourself to coffee and donuts. 10 Minutes of Meaning is generously, anonymously sponsored. We remain very grateful to our anonymous sponsors. We're on the 22nd chapter of Mesilas Yisharim. It's taking us a long time because we have yet to perfect it. We're still working on it. The chapter of Anava, of humility, all the way deep, late into the book. Because this type of genuine, authentic, real uh, Anava, this real humility and modesty is difficult. Humility and modesty in our mindset and humility and modesty in our behavior. We've spoken about bidiburo, how to speak humbly, not assert ourselves overconfidently. Bahalichaso, our posture, how to walk in such a way that if someone were to simply observe us, if we saw a snapshot of our posture and the way that we walk, we would appear humble. Bishifto, where we sit, how we sit, among whom we sit, that we do not demand to sit on the dais or the top seating or the front row. And then we move to the Chela Kasheni, which is Tzvilas Albonos. We started last time. The second part of living with humility is the ability to absorb insults, to not be so arrogant and egotistical that we need to lash out, we need to respond, we need to give a zinger back, we need to escalate a fight with others. Someone insulted us, someone disrespected us, someone was discourteous to us. Not nice, it's not kind, should motivate us and inspire us not to do that or pay it forward to others, but to nevertheless be able to absorb that blow. As the Gemara says in Shabbos, I shared the school of the Chavetz Chaim. If you're near a person who bears an insult, somebody who is able to absorb something harsh being said or written, or a poster hung about them, and you see them remain silent, you see them accept it, Get a bracha from such an individual. They are in a position to be able to give you a bracha. And they say the Gemara Nadarim Daf Samach Vav tells the story of Baba Ben Buta. There was a Babylonian who came to live in Eretz Yisrael. And he got married there. One day he asked his wife, Cook for me, please. I'm sure he said, please. Two talfe. Cook for me this great delicacy, the feet of a cow. Before you, by the way, disregard that as a great delicacy, pacha. It's possible I would prefer kale to pacha. Probably not, but it's possible. So, misunderstanding the Aramaic dialect that he used, what happened? She cooked two talfe, she cooked two lentils. The next day he said, The next day he said, Cook for me, please, a huge amount. He assumed that if he told her two again, she would cook the same amount, but she went and cooked a huge amount for him. She said, bring for me two watermelons, and she didn't understand the dialect, and she brought two earthenware oil lamps. In anger, he said to her, go and break them on the Reisha de Bava, on the top of the gatepost, on the top of the lintel of the door. Go break for them. What do I need them for? was sitting on a base, then he was sitting judging at that moment. His name was Baba Ben Buta. So what happened? She went and broke the oil lamps over his head. She thought when her husband said, she didn't mean the top of the door, the head of Baba. Who's Baba? Baba Ben Buta. He's at shul. So what happened? Baba Ben Buta says, I guess he regained consciousness. Hatzalah came in record time, 90 seconds. 
and he regained consciousness and he said, where would that, where'd that come from? What happened? I'm just fulfilling my husband's will. Isn't that what you rabbis want? Whatever your husband says, you got to listen to. Amr, he said, Oh, that's what your husband told you? I guess it's okay. He gave her a bracha. should have two sons like Baba Bambuta. So Baba Bambuta didn't absorb a insult. He didn't absorb words. And we know that sticks and stones can... How does it go? Can break our bones, but words will never hurt. So words can hurt. Sticks and stones hurt even more. Candlesticks over the head hurt even more than that. And Baba Bambuta, the Gemara says, absorbed it. He wanted to find out more where it came from and why she listened and where was the misunderstanding. He didn't react harshly. He didn't respond in retribution. He was able to see it in a context because he practiced anivos. He was humble and he was modest. He said, the world's not about me. If I was just smacked over the head with candlesticks, it's because Hashem willed me to wake up by being hit over the head with candlesticks. She was the agent. She was the shliach. For whatever reason, I'll find out why. The Gemara tells us in Shabbos about Hillel. What the Gemara says, And the Gemara tells us that Rabbi Avo, with all his humility, didn't find himself worthy of being called an Anav. When I saw Rabbi Abba of Akko explain something only to have his interpreter explain it differently and he didn't lash out, he didn't get angry, he was calm. I realized I always thought I was humble, but meanwhile, look at the way I lash out, look at the way I respond to people when I'm disappointed and my expectations aren't met. I guess I'm not really humble. I have a lot to learn from Rabbi Abba. So here, the uh, Ramchal, Rav Moshe Chaim Lutzato, is teaching us about the power of anivas. We should be an anav kehillel. Now it's interesting, the Mashkiach of Dan Sego points out, Lo Amru, it doesn't say, forever. What's the ambition? What's the aspiration? What's the measure or metric for success in life and in living? What are we trying to be? We're trying to be anvesan kehillel. Be humble. Even before you try to be a tzaddik. Don't be a tzaddik harbe. Just be humble. Just be humble and just be modest. The real definition of success in life, the real aspiration and ambition, the real measure of what it means to be molded as a good person is not a tzaddik. It's not taking on fasts. It's not going, uh, taking on extra chumras. Be humble. Be humble in the way your posture, how you speak, how you sit, with whom you sit. Just be humble and modest in the way that we conduct ourselves, in the way that we carry ourselves. That's the mission, to be humble. And he continues the Mashkiach. What do we mean, Rabbi Avo? He first thought that he was humble. And then, sorry, um, who was it? Rabbi Avo thought he was humble. And only later did he leaders, oh, Rabbi Abba, he's really humble, I'm not humble. How could a person think they're humble? Does thinking you're humble, isn't that a stira? Isn't that a contradiction to being humble? Isn't a humble person not realize they're humble? So we already defined already a few weeks ago. Humility is not thinking less of yourself, it's thinking of yourself less often. We have at Selam Elokim, HaKadosh Baruch Hu has endowed us with gifts and talents and brachas. To deny them, to pretend we don't have them, is not humility. That's not humility, that's false humility. 
to recognize our gifts and talents, but to realize they're on loan, they're not part of our permanent collection. They are given to us, endowed to us, with a sense of service and responsibility and obligation. That's humility. So he said, I thought that one of my assets was humility, but I realize it's not. That is not a contradiction to humility, thinking one of your assets is humility. It is an expression of understanding who you are and where you come from and what your responsibility is to the world. The next expression or demonstration of humility says the Ramchal, sinas harabonas, hating being a rabbi. Some of you are makai in that, in a very big way. That's not what it means. Sinas harabonas ubrichas hakavod. It means hating positions of authority. A person should not want to be a rav, a machanech, a menal, a rosh yeshiva, a head of school, because they like all the honor and all the glory and all the attention and all the spotlight and all the gray hair. That is not why one should want to sign up for such a job. Sneus Rabbanus Chazal were not telling us, hate the rabbinate, the difference you can make. Hate the authority that comes with it. Hate the spotlight and honor that comes with it. Hate the arrogance that often can easily come with it. Ubrichas HaKavod, run away from it. Mishnah Aruchi, it's a Mishnah in Avos. We'll pick up with it in Mirz Hashem after Pesach when we resume. Living with Amuna in 15 minutes. Tonight we go behind the Bima in honor of opening week with Daryl Strawberry, the great New York Yankee. Apparently he played for the Mets beforehand, <laughs> before he joined the Yankees. Talk about faith and family and recovery and addiction and his love of the Jewish people and of Israel and his predictions for the season. That's tonight. Until after Pesach. Stay happy, stay healthy, stay holy. Afrilach and Kosher Pesach.